listening to Squat Club on the Air. Hey guys, welcome to Squat Club on the Air. I am your host, Luke, <laughs> and we've got Lenka today. Hey team. Unofficial host. I just kind of it sounded it sounded nice saying <laughs> that. So I thought I'll be the, I could be the host for today. I've been on a podcast for a while, so yeah, why not? I can be the host, Lenka. Definitely. You, you can be the yeah. se- you can be the second in charge. <laughs> That's what I am every time. Second. <laughs> <laughs> now we thought we'd jump on the podcast today, and what we're going to talk about is why your results aren't sticking long term, or why people just set themselves up for failure. So probably there's like a little story that might make sense to a lot of people, you know, you might start at the gym, you may listen to this podcast and you've only just recently started at the gym and you go good for three or four weeks and then suddenly everything starts to drop off and you kind of swing back into your old habits. Um, there's the other complete end of the spectrum where the people that you and probably me and Lenka see in the gym all the time, they've been training for three or four years. How do you get to that level where, you know, it kind of becomes automatic, like you don't have to think about it. You show up to training, you're, you know, you've got your nutrition sorted, all your lifestyle factors outside of the gym. It's just, it's just who you are and what you do on a day-to-day basis. And I'm, I'm like not, like me and Lenka are probably, we probably do that and we just kind of live it and breathe it. Um, but how do you kind of transition from that that level where you've walked into the gym and you've only just started to get into that point a couple of years later where you've been doing it consistently for years after years? And I think I think everyone should probably have that long term goal to make it a part of their part of their lifestyle long term. And it's probably not spoken about it much. So yeah, that's probably the intro of what we're going to talk about. Lenka, I'm going to turn <laughs> it over to you and you can let me where your thoughts go with those comments. Definitely. So I would probably start first with. Most people who come to the gym, they want to lose weight. That's, I'd say, majority of people's goals. Um, and everyone wants to lose weight very quickly. And that should that's already wrong. It should yeah. never be goal for the next 8 or 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. You want long-term results. And if you lose weight in 8 weeks, you're definitely not going to stay on the way wherever you got to. So everything you do in the gym or your lifestyle, just being healthy should always be Mm long-term. So I was talking about um, this topic this morning with Luke. I have a few new clients who are either mums or they older adults Mm -hmm. and they all want to start training four days a week and they want to start tracking macros They've never done it before, but they've heard about it and they just want to go straight into it and do everything. And that's already where people go wrong. You can't start from nothing to just go crazy. That's setting yourself to failure, isn't it, Look. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Like a lot of people that, you know, come in, they want to aim for optimal straight away and – the problem with that is if there's like, just imagine there's a big gap between where you're currently at and optimal, there's a huge gap. You're definitely going to potentially be able to do it for maybe a few weeks. You could do it for eight weeks, could do it for 10 weeks. And, you know, you could definitely lose weight. But sometimes if the behaviors you're trying to undertake are too far away from behaviors you're currently doing, like there's too big of a gap and people just definitely, yeah, they, they, they start good, but they just can't sustain it. And that's probably... 
one of the biggest things that we probably both find as trainers in the gym. It's just like you need to find something that it's not too far away from what you're currently doing and then build upon that. And a lot of the times you don't have to go to the, the most optimal way of doing that. People always search for optimal and it's like, yeah, but if you haven't been doing nothing and then you try to get optimal, that's when it gets tricky. So Correct. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like I think first first thing with training, right? You can't go from sitting behind your desk, mm-hmm. sitting on the lounge every day, doing nothing else to training four to five days a week. Like yep. you can't. I mean, you can, but most likely in one or two weeks, you're going to give up. Yeah. Or you're going to miss one session and then you'll be like, oh, it's too hard. Yeah. So the best way is to start slowly. Mm-hmm. So I always tell all my clients, let's start with two days a week. Yep. If you can 100% commit to two days a week, that's what we're going to start with. Yep. If in four weeks time, I'll see that you came two times a week, yep. every single week, then I'm going to give you another day to do. Yeah. But... Just don't go crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's what I, I find as well. Like, that's actually a really good point. Like, with my clients, I, you know, I might say, okay, I just want you to do this and this. And they're like, oh, that's it. And it's like, yeah, like, just work on that first. And then once you've established that as a habit and a routine, and you've also, when you're ticking these things off, you actually feel good. You get that satisfaction out of doing it. And you, and like, in that example, you might give them two days a week. They do two days a week for four weeks. And they're like, oh, wow, I'm actually doing this. Um, Versus if you were to give them four days a week and then they're only doing three and then some weeks they did two, they're like, oh my God, this is too hard. But it's not because they can't do it. It's just the expectation is way too high already. And then they're feeling like they're failing. And with that comes probably you long-term not going to be able to stick to it. So um, yeah, getting them early wins is like, is really good. And that's a a good point. So yeah, Yeah, definitely. And same with, let's say steps, um, you decide that you want to start tracking your steps and your average daily steps are 2,000. Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, I'm going to start tomorrow and I'm going to get 15,000 steps today. Yep. That's also not a good goal. Like start slowly. So instead of straight away getting to 15,000 because you've been doing 2,000, do five. Yeah. It's already more than a double of what you were doing before. So that's great. Do it for a few weeks. If you can do every single day 5,000 steps, then increase your goal. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, I think that's probably like a big thing to take away. Like you're probably listening to this and be like, oh, that makes perfect sense. I understand what they're saying. But we we all we all want to go harder and more than we think we can do. And I see it all the time with clients. It's like, you know, we, we, we put these high expectations on ourselves because we think we really can do it. But sometimes we just got to, you know, step back and think, okay, what's actually realistic? And if like, you know, I've, I train people who have kids and they have businesses and they have lives outside of the gym. And sometimes I have to tell them that, that, hey, you've got a lot of things going on as well. This doesn't have to be a, you know, five times a week tracking your food, getting 15,000 steps. It's like, we can definitely start somewhere and meet you where you're at and then build up from there. And look, it, over time, you're definitely going to work it out. If you're one of them people that come into the gym, and I, we, we probably, we definitely see this because we're always here. Um, you'll see that the people that be coming in, they're going really well. And then all of a sudden you won't see them for about three, four, five months. And like, these are things that could be happening to you. And you've definitely got to look within and say, well, why is that happening? Why do I start and then stop and then start and then stop? And 
all of a sudden you're three or four years into since to say you've joined the gym and you've probably gone in a space of like three months at a time and that's all you've really sustained. So I like to think of it just like a, you know, just think of just gradually building. Just imagine you're a, what could you say? A, uh, was the example that I learned off uh, one of the guys I follow on Instagram, Pat Davison. He just says like, if you're in general pop, you're just a to- Toyota Corolla. You're just driving around each and every day. You're not trying to go too fast or too crazy. You're literally just maintaining a general speed. You know, you're walk- driving around streets that are 50, 60 Ks. You're not going out on the racetrack that's 100 Ks and racing and drag racing people and then not be able to do it ever again. It's just like, you're just trying to plot along and just get by week to week. And generally that comes from setting realistic expectations of yourself and setting realistic goals like that's that's the key to just coming in week after week month after month and then year after year because we do see it sometimes in here that people that have been coming since you know day one and they're still coming um and i think that should be not it should be something that you're striving towards and thinking about long terms like how do i make this a part of my lifestyle for the rest of my life that's probably a, a question that you could be asking yourself yeah i don't know if you agree like but definitely also i think very important thing is that you enjoy the training that mm. you're doing yep social media <laughs> in these days are obviously the big biggest influencer to, for everyone and you might see, you might follow someone and they are saying, well, this is the best thing to do for you to lose weight or whatever. But you're actually not enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So you're pushing yourself into doing it twice a week by hating hating life. Yep. So it is not the right thing for you to do. Yep. You need to enjoy the training you're doing. And it doesn't matter what it is. If it's being on a treadmill, if it's doing a crazy CrossFit workout or doing strength training. It doesn't matter what it is, but you enjoy it. And that's the most important part. That's going to keep you going. Yeah. Like on that note, like, hey, enjoyment is one. What would you say? Like, I guess we're good examples. Like we've probably been training for quite a few years now, um, consistently week after week. Um, You know, things happen sometimes from week to week, but we're probably most weeks training. We have clients that are probably training fairly consistent as well for years what what would you say the characteristics of those clients and us are so like for example enjoyment is definitely one we both enjoy our training our clients that come and train with us they enjoy training what what are some other things that you can think of um that clients i think i'll just i'll start with one just why i don't want to put you on the spot (laughs) straight away like i'll give you time to think about it but one of the things for me is the reason why the person's doing it or the reason why we're doing it, I think it's it's not just because I, well, for me, I know personally, it's not because I just want to lose body fat, for example. I do it because it makes me feel good. Um, you know, I perform at my best in all aspects of life when I'm training, like more of that intrinsic motivation. I definitely think that's probably a reason why I keep doing it. Um, yeah, and probably the other one is setting the goals, like having clear goals and people who come in here, me and you're actually, I'll probably say that you're more of a goal setter than me. Uh, I, I do have goals along the way, but you have like, I'm doing a powerlifting comp. This is what I'm training for. Then I'm doing a triathlon. <laughs> this is what I'm training for. But like generally our clients that are long-term and us, we generally have a good goal that we strive towards. So having a goal is probably key. Finding, um, 
reasons that are more probably intrinsic, like enjoyment. I feel better. It helps me do things in life. They're probably good. Um, enjoyment of a training program. Can you think of any other? I ones? think it's very important to f- have the reason. So let's say your goal is to lose weight, but why is that yeah. your goal? Yeah. So I think that question is very, very important. I've asked a few questions all of my clients not long ago um, and that gave me such a good picture of where they actually at. Mm-hmm. When I asked, how much do you want it? Mm-hmm. People said, I want to lose weight. But when I asked, how much do you actually want it from 1 to 10, 10 being the most, they would say 6. Yeah. So it probably actually is not their goal. Yeah. Because if they really wanted it, it would be 10. Yeah, yeah. So then we got into deeper conversation about what is actually they go- their goal. Yeah. So I think ask always ask questions around the goal that you think that you have. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would, yeah, I would like, I totally agree with that. I'll say a lot of my clients that actually long-term, they just love coming in and training. Uh, they have, they have that deeper goal. It's like they know what's important to them and they just want to just, you know, keep, keep doing the things that are important and training becomes a part of that. I don't feel that a lot of my long-term clients are like, I just want to lose body fat. I just want to look better. It's more like things that like, I just want to be able to go play with my kids, um, play sports on the weekend with my mates, or I just want to come in and just use it as a way just for me to de-stress after work. All these things, I just feel like they're the reasons why I don't really get too much out of like, I just want to look better. That's and, right. And sometimes it's, it's a, training becomes a chore when you just want to look better because you're coming in and you're just trying to look better and better. And then you get to a point where it's like, oh, like, yeah, I'm seeing a bit of results, but it's not worth it. It's like finding that deeper, that deeper thing that's more important to you, like you said, is definitely key. I probably, I think probably that's probably the, the big keys to success. And and look, how you find that is is definitely a part of the journey. Like you're going to have periods where you're not going to train for a few months you're going to have periods where yeah, you do fall off the wagon. But yeah, getting back to what's important to you and why you're doing this and actually deeply understand why you're doing it can definitely lead to long-term long-term success in the end. And like I said, if you're training for three years versus straight, three years straight, training pretty hard, coming in, uh, your food's really good. Like you not even has to be really good. Like it could just be that you've just made a few changes and you're eating a bit better. And then you maybe going to bed a bit earlier than you normally would and you go for a few walks a week. If you do that for three years versus do it for three weeks and then you stop for three or four weeks and then you go again, it's just like, what do you think is going to yield the best outcome in the end? You know what I mean? I know what one I would rather do. So even if you just do a couple sessions less, not as strict with your food, you know, not crazy over the top with your sleep, but you get to bed a bit earlier. Maybe just don't go on your phone half an hour before bed that where, where you'd normally stay up till 1am. You just all of a sudden just set yourself up for success long-term. Um, that's right. That's right. Especially like with food, what Luke was just saying. Again, a lot of people want to lose weight and they start crazy diets. Whatever diet it is, um, doesn't really matter, but they restrict themselves big time. Mm-hmm. And... That straight away sets you to failure because you can't sustain something that you hate for a long period of time. Yeah. So you would be better off changing small things. Yeah. Instead of having takeaway 
every second night or yep. however often you have do it, you yep. have it, yep. just try to start cooking every day. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what it is. When you get into the habit of doing it, then you can change of the quality of food. Yep. Trying to have more whole food, uh, whole foods than over-processed foods. Trying to have more vegetables, fruit than you normally eat. Yep. And that should be the first step for you to get on the journey. Yeah. And this applies to like all things in life. You know, I mean, like we just, Lenka just gave the example of nutrition. We're given examples of training. Like this could go into like sleep or stress or even just like work stuff. Like you want to get better at your job or your career development, all these things. It's like, it's pretty much just behavior change. That's all we're talking about. It's like, can we know the outcome that we want and slowly build and get there? And it's it's the same for everything in life. Like that's all you're literally doing. As soon as you try to jump too far ahead of where you're at, that's when it can get tricky and not sustainable. So yeah, I would, I would say as well, like don't try to overhaul everything at once. Just start with a couple things and just build up there. So yeah, I think hopefully that's some good tips. Maybe we can just give a quick, couple practical takeaways from this that you can go off and implement what would you say your so I'd, say, I'd say first one could be the steps yep so instead of going crazy just do extra two dozen steps each day than you wouldn't normally yep. do yep and start from there yep start small with the steps and then like like with nutrition as well you could just instead of going to tracking straight away we got to enter food and enter all these metrics into your app you could literally just write a food diary or you could take photos of your uh, your food. Or like Lenka said, you could alter one meal, have takeaway a little bit less. Like same with your training, you could start with two instead of five. And yeah, just, just think of the long-term game. It's just like start where you're at and build up from there. And that will honestly get you a lot better results. It's, yeah, it's, it's more like that delayed gratification, like in the... In the present moment, it probably feels like you're not doing much. But in the long term, if you want to play the long game, it's like saving money in your bank account. Like you just put a little bit away each week and it's going to be like, oh, wow, I've just saved $1,000 or I've saved $10,000. It's not that you're, not, you're just going to work hard for one week and just go crazy and work 80 hours and then do all this, you know, not go out and spend any money and don't eat. Like, yeah, okay, that's going to be good for one week, but next week you're not going to be doing that and you're not going to end up saving money in the long term. So it's literally the same thing. So, yeah, like my tips would be just like play the long game, um, implement things that you can currently do and yeah. start slowly. Start slowly, and build up, and then you get the results you want. Like you can start, don't, don't try to optimize straight away. Just build up gradually. And then when you get to that point where it's so ingrained in what you do, that's when you look to optimize things. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Anything else to add, Lenka? I think that's, we covered it all. Yeah, I think there's some, hopefully some good tips in there. Um, if you found it useful, feel free to share, tag us in the in the post. We'd love to see it, that you guys are actually getting something out of this because, you know, you listen to it and then we never actually know you've listened to it. So we'd love to hear some feedback as well. If you found it useful, like some people actually come up to us in the gym and said they listen to the podcast and it might just be one one or two people, but honestly, it like makes our day. I don't, I don't know yeah, about you, Lenka, but Yeah, it makes us feel good so that this information is actually helping you guys. So, yeah, if you, f- if you found it useful, message us, share it on your story, do whatever you want to do because I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day, guys. All right. Thanks, guys, See for ya. listening. Thank you.